What is going on, everyone? Welcome into this episode, this special episode, our first ever live stream of the OTH NFL podcast. Today, we've got Craig It's Miller Time Schmucker joining us. We've got King George Ruggiero as well at the bottom right here. And then we've got David Gillespie, me, uh, the average Joe of the group hosting this podcast. Don't do yourself <laughs> wrong like that. That's Come, what I'm on. <laughs> Come on. Don't, don't do yourself like that. <laughs> I had to, you know? I had to. Um, we got an excited episode, exciting episode in store for you guys today. We're going to go uh, on with our, continue on with our preview format, previewing four games. Um, we're also welcoming questions as they come through the chat. I'll be tuning into the chat to see what you guys have in store for us. Um, any questions have to be the games that were previewed, games that will be previewed. We're going to start out talking about the Saints versus the Bucks matchup. Uh, of course, a big, big division rivalry uh, always seems to be very, very contentious uh, with Brady handling these, these, these Saints. So I'm expecting uh, uh, some interesting things with this one. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Then we're gonna get into the Pats versus the Colts. Of course, the Red Hot Patriots going off as of lately, man. I mean, they are red hot right now, and the Colts still too um, themselves keeping up with some tough competition. Got to tip your hat to what they've accomplished. Then we'll get into the Steelers versus the Titans. Um, I, I, I cannot wait till the pro often go off back to where they're they, they just seem unrecognizable at this point. Um, and then we'll close out the podcast talking about the Ravens versus the Packers. Ravens, man, they've bitten it bad from, from injuries, and, and we'll get into that quite a bit once we get into that game. Uh, and, of course, the Packers, I'm a Bears fan. I'm not even going to get into that shit. You, you already know what, what, what I have to say about that. You're not going to depress me here, okay? We're not fucking doing it, right? Um, anyways, before we get into this episode, though, i got to ask Craig, I think I lost you there, man. I was about to say, Dave, David, you're uh, you're cut out for me. I see you talking, but I don't hear you talking. I'm pretty sure you, you guys hear me that in tune. No, sure I didn't hear. I'm doing great. I'm drinking whiskey. We got Ryan, Cooter, <laughs> Calvin, and Craig in the chat, so I appreciate y'all tuning in. If y'all got any questions, anything at all, just let us know. Yeah. Fantasy football, regular football, I'll try to answer anything. And so will George and David, of course. And how about you, George? How are you doing, man? Look, we had uh, uh, just another fantastic college football episode get recorded last night. It's all it's up on the channel right now. So if you guys get done with this and think, man, I could I could really go for some more football, head oh, on over there. Right now. Head, head on over there. Go, go watch some college football content. It was fantastic. I'm doing great. I'm so ready for this. I love doing stuff live. I love talking to the people uh, yeah. as the show is mm -hmm. going on. And don't worry, guys. It might not look like it because, you know, I'm a I'm a professional. I've got, you know, multiple screens going on. I'm I'm looking at yeah. everything for you guys, but I am keeping up with the chat. Uh I am seeing what you guys are saying and look, I really do appreciate everybody tuning in. It's it's, it's going to be a great Absolutely. time. And yeah, also I, big news on the college front for our mm -hmm. boy David, South Carolina got a quarterback. <laughs> what? Still so stoked from yesterday. Oh God! South Carolina. I didn't expect it at all. It happened, and here we are. It's, it's like the football gods just saw my suffering, and they're like, "Bless you, David. Bless you, just this one time, you know." And it's it's beautiful, man. I, yeah, we we got you covered this one time, you know. 
I really, for a hot second there, <laughs> I, I, I really did think you were going to go with the uh, Jackson State news from today. Pulling off the oh, ab yeah. the, the Florida State coach prime wow. time prime pulling time. off the absolute coup of the century. I am talking. Love it. Oh, my oh, it's beautiful. Love it. It's so beautiful. It, I, it's, I, huge. I, it's huge for the HBCs, man. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Like getting Absolutely. those kind of recruits in there. That's just gonna get them uh, more exposure, and that's gonna get us probably more players that would have fell through the cracks in the NFL that. We, we might not have even known about before. Hey, there well, you go. You know, you know, here's the thing, too. I just love seeing Jackson State thrive and just, oh, like Deion Sanders, you know, just just stealing the competition away from these top-notch yeah. programs that have just ruled way too damn long, way too damn long. But especially with Jackson State, um, you know, this is a college that's breeded a lot of great NFL talent. Jackie said Walter freaking Payton came from there, okay? Maybe the greatest running back ever, like, They've got a ton of them, Barney, Robert Brazil, all those guys, Hall of Famers in the NFL. I cannot wait to see what happens. Um, I just want to say one other thing, too, about Jackson State. I want to go see them play uh, college basketball one time in the tournament against Florida, the Florida Gators in 2007 when they won the national title. The Gators, of course, with that crazy Joakim Noah, uh, uh, you know, Corey Brewer, uh, you know, Al Horford, Tatum. It was phenomenal. But they got destroyed, okay? Obviously, everyone expected that. But Jackson State killed it in the in their marching band performance. They were absolutely in tip-top shape. And and since I have constantly been championing them uh, to hold just up, hold take up. over the, the sports world, you hold know? Up. Yeah. Are, are you trying to tell me you did not expect a, a truly top-tier performance from the Sound of the South? I... I I didn't know Jackson State was that great. I, I, you know, like, you I'm not dissing them. I just didn't oh, know. Come on, man. <laughs> How did you not know? That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that should be nationwide. Everybody everybody needs to go uh, go back and, and listen to or look up some uh, some of the stuff that's been done by the Sound of the South. I mean, it, it's dude. Shame on me. I, I should know Fantastic. better. Give me my lashings now. I, I You know, I, I screwed up. You I know? will, it's will just... do. I'll do it. <laughs> Oh man, but no, it's 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 great to see that. Uh, um, you know, this week in the NFL. Well, actually, before we get into that, real quick, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors. I always seem to rush that uh, and forget to, to mention them at the appropriate time. Uh, this episode, of course, is brought to you by Symbol. They've got a great opportunity to get involved with sports betting and a simulation involved in the stock market. Uh, uh, it's like you're managing teams, like like you're managing stocks. It's a crazy, crazy concept. It just blew my fucking mind when I thought about that. Um, if you want to get started making some money, head on over to Symbol right now, and you can get a $10 deposit bonus for deposits of $25 or greater just using the promo code OTH. Come on. It's three letters, folks. That's all you got to do, and you start making some of that cashola. Like, let's get on it, you know? Uh, once again, promo code OTH, and you get a $10 deposit bonus for deposits of $25 or greater. Also want to give a shout out to NFL Global on Facebook. They're a great NFL fan group that uh, uh, you can get a lot of great discussion uh, talking amongst other fans just about what's going on in the sports world, what's going on in the NFL world in particular. Um, so definitely head on over there, join their group. They're they're very, very uh, welcoming environment, and they've certainly been gracious enough to let us post uh, within their group uh, with the abundance of fans that they have in there. Uh, but yeah, this week was, it was interesting in the NFL. Um, there wasn't a ton of like, there were some close games, don't, no doubt about that, you know, especially with the afternoon games with San Francisco versus Cincinnati, you had Tampa Bay as well, uh, pulling out a, a, a narrowly decided victory over the Buffalo Bills, and of course the Rams versus the Cardinals was an exciting one, but nothing unexpected or nothing crazy just kind of shocked the world that, you know, quite like we saw last week with like Ravens and Steelers and Lions and Vikings and all that stuff, um, you know, 
it's just it, it really is 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 crazy though. I mean, we're starting to get into the nitty gritty of this week uh, of the NFL season um, coming into this week, and, and I want to start off, like I said at the beginning of the episode, with the Saints versus the Buccaneers. Man, um, this is a huge divisional matchup. It's always just so contentious between these two, especially as of lately, and they really made it difficult for Tom Brady to get over. Uh, uh, the hump like comfortably against this team. Now he did do it, you know, in the playoffs when it mattered most. But he's one in three in his last four four uh, matchups against the Saints. Um, you know, I, I got to start off with, with with the Red Hot Buccaneers. How much momentum do they have going into this game, especially within their offense, coming off that that nearly decided victory over the uh, over the Bills that came down to the wire. Uh, um, with them going up against the Saints, who seem to have their 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 card, you know, week in and week out when they play them um, outside that lone playoff match. I mean, they they have momentum, but they don't even need momentum. So, I mean, the offense, they're just full of talent. You have Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Leonard Fournette is playoff mm-hmm. winning all season, yeah. apparently. He just has turned a corner and looks like what he was drafted to be, almost. And if they keep rolling like this, I mean... They're, they can easily beat the Saints with Taysom Hill at quarterback and injured Taysom Hill at that. So, I the momentum they have it, they don't need it, and they're just going to keep rolling. Yeah, my my thoughts exactly. Looking <clears throat> looking at the Saints team, uh, or I should say, looking at this Buccaneers team. I mean, they are just absolutely loaded with talent on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. Yes. They have. I mean, to me, that's the biggest thing for them coming into this mm-hmm. game. It doesn't necessarily matter how much uh, you know momentum their offense has coming into this game because I know good and well how good this defense is and this defense can be, especially when you're coming up against an absolutely neutered Saints offense. I mean, we're talking Taysom Hill, who wasn't impressive mm-hmm. against the Jets. I mean, let's be honest here. Yeah. The only reason the Saints won that game is because Alvin Kamara came back and just decided to, you know, you know, run up and down the field like a Camaro and run over everybody yeah. in his path. So yeah. that was not on the back of Taysom Hill. I have never been a Taysom Hill like defender as a quarterback. He is not a quarterback. At best, no, he is a gadget. He's an offensive weapon. He is an offensive player. He is an offensive. To me, he is a gadget. He is a weapon. Just, but he is not a true quarterback. It is as no. simple as that. Now, do I think they have a better chance with Taysom? Probably not. Yes. I mean, oh, better, better than Simeon. Be- yeah, yeah, be- better than Simeon for sure. But it's—is it that close? I mean, kinda, and that's kind of sad to me, especially when you realize that even with Kamara back, they're going to be missing some of their other offensive weapons. Uh, Trey Quan Smith has not looked himself since coming back from injury. Michael Thomas still out. So, uh, you know, it they're looks- missing him mightily. And looks like little Jordan Humphrey might not play. He's on the questionable list right now. Same with Garrett Griffin. Same with some of their other big players on this team. That Troutman's been out with the injury. Yeah, so they're they're missing a lot. They they really are. And then Deontay, you said, did you say Deontay Harris being suspended? No, I said something yeah, about a Deontay, just, yeah. Deontay's out. Deontay Harris is incident. suspended uh, three mm-hmm. games. I think this is this the second or third game of that. He's out either way this game. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's huge for them because he's their true deep threat, and I exactly. mean guy, he he's a, a huge weapon for them, and they're missing that too on an already depleted offense. 
And, and you guys kind of answered the. It seemed like you guys or elaborate on what you think of, of Taysom Hill ultimately. What do you think they should do with him? Like, should they, I mean, at this point, should they find a free agent that's lying around basically to kind of wield this team back into relevance? I mean, at this point, you know, they're, they're also in a difficult situation. They're six and seven on the season. It's not looking very optimistic that they're going to make the playoffs. What, what, what should they do with him this year and, and kind of for the future in terms of game planning him as a potential starter or a backup even um, at the quarterback spot? I mean, I'd stay I'd, – I'd try to re-sign Jameis and keep Taysom as a weapon slash mm-hmm. uh, backup quarterback because they've yeah. proven that they can win with Taysom. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he's under contract, he's, too. He just signed and, that recent and, new deal. And they don't need him to be the starter. I, it, and even if they don't re-sign Jameis, they can just mm-hmm. draft a quarterback and maybe bring him along. But Taysom's not a quarterback. He's an offensive weapon. They need to keep him in that role. They already have him signed. Try to re-sign Jameis and just roll with it next year how it was at the beginning of this season. Yeah, I completely agree. In the short term, you know, just going ahead and looking at the Saints' upcoming schedule, I mean, you've got the Bucks this week, the Dolphins, the Panthers, and the Falcons. You know, as winnable as those games are, the NFC is extremely deep. You know, I, I don't see them winning the division, so there, there's one way to the playoffs out. And if I'm being honest, I see a good handful of other uh, NFC teams getting into the playoffs over them just with, you know, straight up better records. It kind of kind of simple uh, in that sense. But I think, uh, Craig, I think you're right. I, I think their best course of action going forward has to be, you know, sticking with Jameis. I think he was he was really good to start the season. He had really cut down on the interception. He was really seeming to get a grasp on Sean Payton's offense and work well in this in the system with his players here. Yeah. Uh the only issue is, you know, injuries. It happens. And, and in the short term, I don't see them wasting the money to go out and get some guy off a practice squad. I mean, the most no. recent one that that comes to my mind that just a little bit mind-boggling but still happens. We're going to talk about that team later. Um, is the Baltimore Ravens going ahead and picking up Josh Johnson from the Jets practice squad, who he did look good against the Colts. But, you know, if that's a sign of what is possible to come this week, I don't think that's a good sign for the Ravens. Uh, and and we'll, get, we'll get into that later uh, with possible injury concerns. But as for the Saints, I just don't really see a point. I don't see it necessary for them to really go out and try and pick up another quarterback. I mean... We haven't seen any. Uh, uh, what's his name? We haven't seen any Ian Book. Why not? G- give me a little. Ian Book. Give you me know, a little. Ian. Uh, don't don't do that. Bring James back. <laughs> I was about to say. I look. I don't. I don't mean for next really... season. I don't mean for next season. I mean for oh, this for year. Right now? For I this mean, year. I would. I would have rather seen Ian Book than Trevor Simeon as long as we had to see him. Fair. Yeah. That's that's true. I mean, and and David. Just based on uh, us talking about college as much as we do, you know my feelings on Notre Dame and their history of uh, quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I mean, when Jimmy Clausen is the guy that you really have to boast about the most, like that's not that's not great. Um, you know, hit, you hit know. nudge nudge, rough. I'm talking yeah. woof woof rough. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. I don't think Ian Book will really be the answer for this team, short term or long term. Yeah, I just, they're gonna turn the page on that one real quick. Yeah, no, I'll just absolutely. let that one simmer. <laughs> um, uh, thank you for the question, by the way, Taylor Webb. Uh, he's got a question about Zeke uh, uh, getting carries. Um, uh, uh, you know, or, or should he lean on 
um, and AJ Dillon, for instance, um, heading into this upcoming week. Um, and uh, what's what's so funny? The break, Coach Craig Brady. 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 Get that out of here. <laughs> oh, and Brady oh, Quinn. Oh, yeah. my no, God. Brady uh, Quinn. Coach, I, I, coach, I coach. Get, I was just thinking get like, that out of here, like, coach. A good quarterback, you know? Brady Quinn <laughs> is definitely their best. I mean, yeah, but listen, like, okay. hold up, hold up. If you're saying that's, that's their that's best, bad. that's real bad. Well, he was a horrible NFL quarterback. I mean, that That's guy was saying. like a deer in headlights. Like, and, you, you, okay, yeah, I'll give you that. Sure, Quinn, but... Quinn over Clawson, for sure. Quinn over Clawson. Definitely, definitely over Clawson. I, I just was thinking as of, like, the last one that they've had as of lately. Um, but most definitely. Back, but to, back like, to Taylor's question. What, 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 yeah. uh, what was Taylor yeah. asking? Zeke not oh. getting the carries or Jones yeah. or Dylan? Um, so for, for what do you guys – you guys take this one. For me, I think with Pollard being a little banged up still with that foot injury, I would probably just roll with Zeke this week because Jones and Dylan, I don't, I don't really know what to do with them because it seems like they're letting Jones vulture the touchdowns and let Dylan just do the the heavy lifting between the twenties. So <laughs> I don't really know what to do with them. So for me, I'm probably just going Zeke. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, if you're looking for yeah, a true RB, exactly, Zeke smashed. He's gonna eat. I was I was laughing at what Damien said. Damien chiming in. Dylan's thighs give him an edge, which I have to. I have. No, look, 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 look. A hundred percent. And I'm, I'm with Damien on this one. And, and coach is right. Coach, coach is right in there that Pollard still might not play. He's still questionable. Yeah, he's got that. He's got that foot injury, and that could linger. I mean. Oh yeah. And that even he, if he does play, that could certainly affect his production, his his carries, that type of thing. I think Zeke is probably your best bet, especially if you're looking for a true RB one. But if you're you know going in looking at um, looking for like a flex or a, or a, a two, I, I would have no problem you know sticking Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon in there. And I mean, I, yeah, it is for playoffs, so of course you're looking for you know your top option. I didn't know if that was like yeah. uh, oh I don't have to pick between one of those three. You have to add two of them. Uh, sure, I would go with Zeke, 100. Yeah. percent Just just for the amount of carries. If, he's if I'm get. making the if I'm making the decision personally, I'm going with Zeke. I, I'm going with Zeke as well. I think you know the Giants' run defense hasn't been particularly great this year. Zeke tends to flourish against the Giants uh, in recent years, uh, so there's that to take into account. And on top of that, you know you got Paul, who's questionable right now, who's dealing, who's coupled with some injury concerns himself. Now Zeke also has dealt with injuries uh, uh, earlier this year. But I, I think he's going to start to find a way to get healthy. He's going to start to get healthy sooner rather than later. Um, you know, I think that they're kind of being cautious about him. That's why you didn't see a significant uptick in carries um, over the last couple of weeks. So um, I, I think you got to go with Zeke in this one personally. I, I think we'll see some good things too. Um, although then again, yeah, I just, I just did we lose David? No, he's just doing that robot thing again, where where he just goes staticky for a bit. And I he think comes that back. I think that I don't know if it's actually his connection or if he's actually part robot and he just freezes up. I mean, this I, I'm not, you know, famous actor. You know, uh, it was Will Smith who was in was I Robot. That was Will Smith, right? He was, yeah. I was yeah. about to say yeah. I'm not Will Smith, and looking at you, you're also not Will Smith. So I'm not sure that uh, he's a cyborg. Well, uh, am I am I am I, uh, am I just cutting in and out? Am I like roboting it up up, up over here? Yeah, you were. Yeah. Oh shit. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so we did were. Did you just, guys get the gist of what you're saying though? Zeke play Zeke. 
Yeah, I think they got the okay. gist of, of, of what we're going right. with. So before we move on to the next one, uh, are we going to make a pick on uh, New Orleans and Tampa? Yeah. Uh, just for the just because you know you guys know Tampa. you guys tune in. I love it. Oh, here's is it the even a question. Uh, hear me out. At home, Tampa is an eleven point favorite. Are you taking? Are we picking against the spread? Or are I we mean, I know I usually do. All right. I usually go try spread? and go for the spread, but I mean, eleven at home—that's big. Oh, the Bucks at home. Bucks at home. They're an eleven-point favorite. I'm still picking Tampa. Tampa with the yeah. points. Mm-hmm. Tampa and give me the yeah. Tampa and the points. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I I, I agree. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, that's right, Taylor. Uh, Tampa by a Tampa lot. by enough. Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I think, yeah. Tampa yeah. by a ton. Tampa by at <laughs> least a handful or two. Fuck what you heard what I said earlier about Brady being one and three against the Saints in recent I think this is the game where he just goes off. Like it's it's a fucking just it, it's a nightmare coming for the Saints, honestly. He's been especially with his all year. Especially yeah, well he's the fa- I mean, let's just let's say it. He's That's gotta be the favorite to win the MVP, see, right? Did right now? See Calvin's uh Calvin's Yeah, Brady has seven picks in his last three regular season games against That's New Orleans. Wild. That yeah. is wild. That I is I didn't know that. Crazy. Remember, he got he got decisively manhandled against the Saints, like in both those first two matchups yeah. last year. Yeah, and even this one, this last one, they lost by a double digit too, right? If memory serves me correctly. Uh, the Saints was defense it 10? Is 36, good, 26, I think it was something like that. Yeah, that just the thing for me is even if he does throw a lot of interceptions, Tampa's defense is so good that they could pick Taysom Hill off with a with a bad finger. Like, yeah, Clint, he's Clint got that. Out. What do they call it? He's and, got like a crumpled up finger, though. It's like Brian Baldinger's finger on Taysom Hill right now. <laughs> and and the thing is with with Taysom, he's good at running the ball, but the the Bucks mm-hmm. defense has so much speed with Devin White and all they're the guys chase over there. His ass down is what they're like, going to do. They're gonna, mm-hmm. Yeah, they're going to chase his ass down like every play. So for me, it's, I mean, for me, it's an easy decision to pick the mm-hmm. the Bucks. Yeah. I feel very comfortable, honestly, with uh, um, the the Bucks coming away with this one. The, the Saints offense, out of the run game, outside of the run game, they look so damn one-dimensional. And even then, like, they're still, like, Alvin Kamara hasn't been the healthiest this year. And, you know, uh, Ma- you know Mark Ingram's been, is going to be out for this week. Uh, um, you know, it's there's so much to hate about the Saints offense. Like they lo- the, the the predominance of their identity outside of Alvin Kamara too in the passing game is really Michael Thomas, and you're not getting him back this year. So with that being said, like I, I just don't think that, you know them going up against basically this ridiculously stacked Pro Bowl team that is the Buccaneers, yeah. um, who are coming off a, a very very big momentous win against the Bills. There's just going to be no way to stop this team. I think. I, I see this easily being double digits. This could be maybe even a 20-point blowout. Like, Tom Brady's about to unleash his fucking fury on this team. I really think so. Um, he made so many impressive wins last week. He had, what, 350 yards passing, two touchdowns. He just looked surgical. And, and he didn't even have to be because Leonard Fournette was going off himself. He had a, a, several big runs uh, uh, with a productive 100-plus yard game um, out of the run game. Um, so I, I really see him just, just going off in this one. Taysom Hill, man. They're going to send the pressure, man. They're going to stack the box. The box, the Bucks. If uh, if memory serves me correctly, still are they still have the highest blitz rate of any team in the NFL. And I see that on full display with uh, uh, in this game. I see that happening. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, basically, leaning on their bread and butter of what they do schematically defensively to just shut 
Alvin Kamara down. And we, listen, I'm, I'm right there with you. I don't believe Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback at all. I think they need to just scrap that plan. If they, like, that never should have been in any contemplation whatsoever I don't in the preseason. It actually was. It's just that Sean Payton doesn't like to show his hand ever. And, and we've seen that with injuries and stuff. And to Taylor's point about Allen running. To Taylor's point about Allen running all over, uh, running all over him. I, the thing is that Allen can also throw the ball, mm-hmm. and Taysom isn't great at that. Right? Well, he's okay, but he having a finger injury on top of his uh, ability compared to Allen. I, I think that's why Allen was able to run the ball is because the threat of passing the ball. Exactly. Allen is it, like Allen has figured this game out from a passing standpoint. Taysom Hill is very far from that. Very yeah. far from that. I like Taysom Hill as like a backup. You know, like like I'm fine with that. Because like, let's be real. Are you gonna take him over a Nathan Peterman, for instance, or like you know going back to like a Ryan Lindley, who like you know came in for the Cardinals when they were in need of like you know. Right. Yeah, like it's. I mean, you're not gonna fucking take those guys over a Taysom Hill, if you ask me. You know, even a Rex Grossman, I take Taysom Hill over Rex Grossman any day. And that guy oh, absolutely. To a Rex Grossman. You know? <laughs> oh god, don't don't invoke the nightmares, man. Um, but <laughs> no, I got the I got the Buccaneers taking this one. I think it's gonna be. I'm gonna give you guys a score. I'll say 38 to 21. I think they go off on. You know what? I'll, yeah, 38 to 21 is what I got. Um, you guys are also taking the Bucks this one too. Yeah, Bucks plus the 20. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, bucks, bucks plus points for me, too. So, uh, yeah, let's move on to our next game. The Pats versus the Colts. Um, you know, th- this Colts team, man, I, they can keep up with this with, with this Patriots team. Do not count them out in this one. But the Patriots, I've been saying that all year, man. You know, call me the, the secondary, the, the, you know, the second string prognosticator of the uh, – because, that, of course, that title has to go to the prognosticator. Uh, we'll hopefully, be coming in shortly. And, hopefully, and, we'll and be coming in. And the prognosticator will be on soon. He will be making an appearance, which, I, man, I'm so happy. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm fired up for it. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm oh, ready for Cooter to come back. Let's get Cooter on the show. Yeah, let's go. Oh, I can't wait. Like he is going to unleash an ass whooping of a tirade on these Steelers. Oh. You know? Oh, <laughs> I'm ready. I didn't even think about that. He's such a self-loving Steelers fan. It's, I mean, it's great. He's gonna <laughs> shit all over them. I, I love. I think that yeah. resonates with me being like, a Bears fan. You know that he? Yeah. You're a self-loathing Bears fan. He's a self-loathing, yeah. self-loathing Steelers fan. And I mean. George probably hates himself for being a Jets fan. <laughs> I wasn't gonna oh, say shit, it. I was gonna know. wait for one of you guys to say it, but you know, you're you're spot on. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, <laughs> it's pretty rough, oh, God. And, and and Craig played the right way in this game, being an NFL fan. He's like, fuck the teams. I'm just being a fan of players, so my heart doesn't get shattered because yeah. that's what you're inevitably gonna deal and, with. At least if you're a Bears fan or if you're a Jets fan or you know the Steelers right now. He's gonna so, be like am, Rob Lowe with the NFL hat on. I, yeah, I'm, I am. That was good. I love that. As I said before, I am yeah. mostly a Saints fan because I was yeah. born in New Orleans. So that's that's my ties. I'm a Saints fan, but I could pick against them. It doesn't hurt my feelings if they lose. It doesn't hurt. I mean, I get kind of excited if they win, but it is what. It, oh, and Coach Craig, he's a Texans fan. So yeah, we got another guy that hates himself in here too. So 
I, you know, I once said, I once said to him, like, he told me, I'm like, you're a Texans fan, right? He's like, yep, uh, uh, you know, I sure am. And he, he showed me, uh, you know, some of his fan gear and stuff with a picture. And I said, my condolences. And I don't know if he took that the right way. I took that the right way. But I meant that, like, hey, I'm here for you, man. Like, I'm, I'm hey, cheering you on. I'm rooting you on. At least you know? he's had one hell of a quarterback. I know. We can't even say that. We've existed for 100 yeah. fucking years while the Texans haven't even existed for 20, you know? so Yeah, and they've had um, the best quarterbacks <laughs> in the league. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, but moving on to the Pats and Colts, like we said, uh, I want to start with the Colts right now, man. This Colts team, God, they, they, they you know, it's a shame that the, the, the injuries they've dealt with, I feel like they played a vital role in why this team is not where it should be. Because I really think they could be a playoff team as opposed to kind of being in a difficult situation right now at seven and six uh, in a very tough AFC. I mean, this AFC is jam packed with competitive, contentious teams. Uh, that are vying for a playoff spot, even with that extra, you know, playoff spot that they've added. Um, I want to start with them because they, they've been very, very competitive. How do you stop? I mean, like, what, what's been separating them from really just topping all the division foes? Do you believe it's the injuries in your guys' eyes? What, what do you think is the difference between them being the playoff team, uh, uh, in your opinion? For me, it's it's injuries. It's quarterback play with Carson Wentz. He's... He's been decent this year, but he he makes costly mistakes like he's prone to, and then just a tough schedule. I mean, they've had to play out of out of division: the Seahawks, the Rams, Dolphins, Ravens, 49ers, Jets, Bills, Bucks, and then they have the Pats, the Cardinals, and the Raiders coming up outside of the division. So mm-hmm. it's just it's just tough sledding. I mean, sometimes you get dealt a bad hand, and that's what they're having to deal with. Wentz isn't terrible, oh, but he he's not he's not the MVP caliber player everybody thought he was a few years ago. Time yeah. out. Time the out. man. Oh, the time man. out. The he is here. He is here. Let's go. Let's go. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Dude. The man. What's up, man? That like okay, that shirt so. says built different right there. That's hey, my we're guy. Built different over, we're built different <laughs> over here. That's what, what I'm talking about. Is yeah. that a steel thing? Uh, apparently so. Yeah, I would yeah, guess so with the black right and gold, that you know? That, that's great, man. And I love the, 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 the festive spirit in the background, too. It's a great yeah. backdrop, you know? Yeah, um, happy holidays. What's that? Happy holidays, Christmas. Happy holidays, happy yeah. Holidays. Happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, happy, you know, I don't know if you're like, like Ross the Farn or something. Whatever, whatever you celebrate, it doesn't matter to me. It is a great time for everybody. Yeah, Enjoy Christmas, yourself, you know? please. There you go. Okay, hey, first off, y'all are taking the Saints with, or the, excuse me, the Bucks with points. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Give it to me. No. Oh, the prognosticators yeah. in. Okay. Yeah. Do tell. Do tell. I gotta hear this. Oh, is that shit. a C four? Oh yeah, dude, the best thing oh, on the planet. He's fucking in it to win it tonight. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. You gotta, oh, get, your, you gotta get your pregame. Your pregame. Yeah, but we all no. Hold on, we all go. we already know. Uh, uh, Craig pregame is a little different from the rest of us. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I said it's it's Miller time. For, I really should just say it's Schmucker time. I should have just said that. Like they need to rebrand it to it's Schmucker time because that's 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 Craig in a nutshell. You know, yeah, I mean, we love him for it. You know, <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Oh man. But what, uh, okay, what's the spread? What's Eleven. Eleven. That's too much. Too much. Really. At home? Absolutely. Yes. You're, you're, 
Bruce Arians. Like, what are you doing outside with the fire? I'm kidding. You gotta be risking it for the biscuit, man. Man, George took the words right out of my mouth. What are you doing? No, uh, the Bucks have always struggled, struggled. Even before Brady was there, always struggled against the same I mean, division, yeah. division game. What's that, Craig? I said Calvin brought this up in the chat as well. He said that uh, Brady's had seven INTs in his last three games versus the Saints. Mm-hmm. Yep. I would say I would I would say Bucks, but I wouldn't take points. Really? You think it's be a lot closer because it's division rivalry and how difficult they play Brady, huh? Absolutely. Uh, so you think it's more like a six, seven point game? I say three. I say it's closer. Three? Okay. Uh, See, I'd be I tempted to know. take that if it weren't for the injuries. Injuries, man, they caused me to just take a complete halt, you know? Uh, the thing for me was uh, I just don't know if if the Bucks just jump out to a lead. If I mean, I don't feel like the Saints can catch up. But mm-hmm. Like you said, they do struggle sometimes against them. So uh, the defense could show up. The Saints could control the clock. And that's the that would be the game plan for the Saints winning. Mm-hmm. But... I, I just see I see the Bucks just like stomping on their throat at the beginning of the game and just not letting off the gas. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, Brady's, I mean, gonna try to prove, prove a point. Yeah, I mean, in a way, like, couldn't that kind of same ideology, that same thought process, be kind of applied to this game? Uh, we're talking, you know, Patriots and Colts. I mean, that's going to end up being the the Patriots' game plan is to play strong defense, control the clock, utilize their run game to the best of their ability, and then, like, in, in using that, open up their passing game for Mac Jones. And honestly, the same thing can be said for the Colts, just because— It's the same game plan. JT. Guys. Yes. JT. That's the it. Man. That is, that man is he? He's that man right now. He, I, I genuinely think he's probably for me the best running back in football. Uh, as as of right this second, he has just been absolutely electric week in and week out. And if we're looking back to Indianapolis, looking at what the, what the Colts have been struggling with, I, I don't necessarily think it's the like amount of injuries that they've had because they've been relatively healthy, but it's been the timing of their injuries. Yeah. We're talking stuff happening mid game to guys where they miss the end of a game. We're talking stuff that comes right before they have a, a, a game against a team that, wow, that guy would have been really impactful for this game, but now he's not playing. You know, it, it's been just weird timing. And Craig, like you said, that schedule, man. Oh my God, man. It's really rough. The, the Colts have a tough I, I schedule. Wanna, yeah. I want to blame it on Wentz, but like as much as I want to blame it on Wentz, you he's have been... to blame it on the schedule. He's been not bad. Yeah. But he just, he just, <laughs> he's been he not, costly, he's been not terrible he has enough. Costly turnovers. And the thing is, you can't make Wentz win the game for you because anytime he throws for 35 or more passes, they lose every fucking hey. time. Let's not discount he's the only quarterback in history in the NFL to have two or have rolled ankles on one play. Yeah. That's I mean, interesting. That, yeah. I mean, also. Yeah, anytime, anytime he throws the ball 35 or more times yeah. this year, they lose. It's <laughs> because they, they have to get that run game going. They have to have him manage the game. They don't have to. He, he's not going to go out there and win the game for you. He's not that guy. My big so, thing with this Colts team, though, is I think they have the personnel to where that game plan, like, doesn't just work. It's truly 
it could be a work of art in a way with you've yes, got your guys you've got jt you've got naheem hines you have you know have quentin nelson you have the offensive yeah, line you have the old line you have too. you have the depth at running back and honestly yes. even these receivers that they've got can certainly hey, be used in, in sort of a a run game style i mean we've seen it recently All with guys like debo samuel uh getting more carries out of the backfield or getting more touches yeah. as a quote-unquote running back you know and i think that the colts have a uh, have a group of wide receivers that could certainly do something similar yeah and they 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 don't care about blocking i feel like every one of them will block oh yeah they'll be out there they do the dirty work and then i mean jonathan taylor four out of his last five games over 100 yards oh brother 10 touchdowns 10 touchdowns in the last five games i mean that's your game plan. And if it doesn't work, you're probably going to lose because then that means that the Patriots executed their game plan. Yeah. Just controlling the clock, running the ball, the exact game plan you had, but they just flipped the script on you. Fair so I, I've been cutting in and out uh, with my internet, so uh, bear with me, folks. I'm sorry this, this shit's going on. But uh, Cooter, did you have anything you wanted to add, you know, in terms of this game with, uh, uh, you know, the Colts versus the Patriots? Who, who who are you taking more seriously in this matchup, and, and what stands out to you most amongst the storylines? I think if the def- uh, Colts defense can contain Mac Jones, not Belichick offense, yeah, Patriots probably could you know get the W here. But you also can't dis- dis- discount Jonathan Taylor. No, diabetes. He's in. Is he? Is he he's got to be the second MVP candidate, right? At this point, it's Brady and him, right? I wouldn't say second, but I mean, I would say he's in the running. Maybe running for rookie of the year, but we all know Michael Parsons probably going to get that. No, no, Johnny Taylor's a second-year player. Yeah, second he's second-year player. Was he second-year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he had a great year last year. He was 1,100 last yards, year, but this year it's like a whole nother last level. Year he, you know? he caught fire at the end of the year. Like the last yeah. five games mm-hmm. just went absolutely nuclear. I know. He, oh, good. And then, yeah. Calvin. Oh, that's great. That's Calvin a- Hobby saying Mac Jones over under three pass attempts. Can we see that shit happening twice in 50 years? Like that literally oh, happened two weeks ago. First time in almost wild. 50 fucking years, you know? That was um, wild. You know, Calvin, if that's really the line, which I'm going to go out on a limb and say probably not the line. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'd be willing to put down a little bit, <clears throat> a lot of bit of money saying he throws the ball more than three times against the Colts. <laughs> five, five this game. Hey, I, swear, I can just imagine, five. like, Mac Jones would be so pissed off. He'd, every time he'd run over to the sideline after every drive, he'd just be holding up the middle finger to Bill Belichick, like, fuck you, man. You know? Giving, like, giving Bill and McDaniel the finger every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling a, pull a uh, Earl Thomas like he did to Pete Carroll that one time, you know? Yeah. Except that was actually with an injury, though, so that was a different story. But, um <laughs> Yeah, no, Jonathan Taylor, man, this guy is just he's, he's a savage. He's so good. He's so damn good. I was so like, you know, it's funny. I had this big debate with one of my coworkers uh, um, about who, who's better, Jonathan Taylor or J.K. Dobbins going into the season. Now, obviously, we didn't get to see a single lick of J.K. Dobbins this year due to injury to torn ACL. Yeah, we'll get into the Ravens and their injury issues later on. But John, I was a believer in Jonathan Taylor. I said, this guy is going to take over the league. I don't know why he was drafted in the second round, to be honest, because he was a first-round talent. The way he just took over games at Wisconsin and, and how complete of a running back he was with both power, speed, rushing, receiving, everything. This guy is just on another level. He's on another wavelength. And he's shown it off in his career thus far. I mean, he's absolutely just been tremendous. He, he's got to be... 
I think it's very close in this MVP debate. I think it's no doubt it's Brady, but it's not by a wide margin. Like, he's got a step or two ahead of him. But Jonathan Taylor, man, he's nipping at the heels of what he's done in the in, in, as just a complete running back. 1,300-plus yards rushing, almost six yards a carry, you know? And they've dealt with injuries on that away. We talked about Braden Smith being out, uh, Quentin Nelson being out too, you know? Um, so they've, they've dealt with a rotation of offensive linemen. Um, you know, and I think that's really played a significant role in this one. Uh, um, you know, I, I, the thing with this Colts team, though, is, is man, they, you know, that secondary is so dangerous. You know, even without Kyle Duggar, uh, uh, or excuse me, not without Kyle Duggar, but uh, um, blanking out, uh, you know, with Stephon Gilmore being departed from the team, you know, and, and heading over to Carolina, for instance, you know, still having J.C. Jackson there, for instance. I mean, there's just, you know, Adrian Phillips on top of that. So many great guys. Uh, uh, to lean on uh, in this secondary that I think have a chance to make it a difficult day for Carson Wentz, um, you know, and they may have to lean on on Jonathan Taylor in this one. They may have to lean on, you know, the, the offensive line kind of paving the way for Jonathan Taylor because they're not going to be able to get much going uh, uh, in the passing game. I'm very nervous about that. So um, I got the Colts, honestly, t- uh, coming away with this, uh, the Patriots, excuse me, coming away with this one. And maybe probably by like 10 points, I could see this being like, like 28 to probably 11 points, 28 to 17. I'll go with this one. What about you guys? Oh, Cooter, the prognostic Cooter over here. He, he's got something well, else to say. What, 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 what do you got beef with my pick? Cooter, say, Cooter, say Cooter, Cooter world, real know? quick. Do you want, do you want the line? Yes, I do. Colts, Thank you, Colts minus two and a half. Give me the oh, pats. Yes. Oh. Give me the pats. What is that? Yes, Pat. So, give me the points with the Pats and 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 uh, yes. uh, David. Points. I'm pretty sure my my track record of predicting games has been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm up there. Okay, Mr. Hey, Cock. Hey, yeah. Hey, hey. This is great. I love it. I Patriots and the points. Patriots oh, and the points. Yeah. How do you yeah. not take that? Give it to me. Okay. I, I just I worry about this Colts team, you know. Um, I just I think this secondary man, this Patriots secondary, it's just on another level right now, you know. And I, I you know, it, it's just Jonathan Taylor really is their bread and butter. He's the guy. He's their identity of this team. I think no doubt. And and really, when when that's you know, you can get Car- in, in Carson Wentz's head. You can't get in, in Jonathan Taylor's head. Um, and to be honest, you know, you look at the Patriots, I kind of feel the same way as I do about Jonathan Taylor and Mac Jones. Like, I feel like that guy is almost unfazed. He's unemotional when he gets, like, when he, you know, when, when the going gets tough, essentially. This guy is just, he, he's, he's got a stone-cold mindset. He's not afraid out there on the field. You know, he doesn't get, he doesn't get phased out there, I think, compared to other quarterbacks. But, uh, but what about you guys, uh, uh, and, and, you know, the rest of you guys in terms of taking – uh, uh, which team in this matchup? Mm. Uh, give me, give me the Pats, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be close. I think they're both gonna try to just ground and pound it. It's gonna be real ugly football, old school mm-hmm. football, and they're gonna throw it when they have to. So uh, low scoring game, maybe like a, I don't know, twenty one to seventeen type game, and give me the Pats there. Oh, man, this is tough. Um, uh, I understand they're at home, and I understand the Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites. That's really not – like, that's a little concerning, especially the fact that I'm looking at this. And from what I can see right now, the two questionables for the Colts going into this game are 
or three, excuse me, Jack Doyle, which, eh, that one doesn't bother me too much because Mo Ali Cox no. is Mo Ali Cox I is an athlete. I would rather Mo Ali Cox. Yeah. I wish they he would. so good. They need to use, use him more. Better. And even Kylan Granson. I wish they'd just get rid of Jack Doyle after this season, run with Kylan or Kylan Granson and, and Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, no, the two the two bigger ones it. though are both defensive and they're both linebackers. That's Bobby Okarike and Zaire Franklin. Both those guys are playmakers at the linebacker role. Uh, with those two guys, possibly, I mean, looking at the fact that they're questionable this late in the week, probably at the very least banged up for this game. Um, as much as it pains me, because I mean, one, I hate the Pats, and two, I absolutely love JT. <laughs> No, I do. J- Jonathan Taylor's so, so good. damn good. I love He's that man. So great. He's great. I- I've got to go with the Pats on this one. Pats to win and cover. I don't. I don't blame you. What? Yeah. I. I think that this Patriots team—they're just on another level. I hate to say it because I'm not a Bill Belichick fan. I think the guy's just like the grump of grumps out there. And, you know, He's just- it's you know. He's old. He's elder. He's getting yeah, on elderly, elderly at this point. Yeah. What's talking about? He's like seventy. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Are you into that? Like, like what's the word? Is it senility? Senile? Whoa, 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 whoa. Now you're putting words in my mouth. Senile. You can be you can be old, but that doesn't mean you're senile. Come on now. Okay. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, he's going to take. I hope he does Oh, I'm not saying he's not the best coach to ever coach, but I'm just saying he, he, he do be kind of old, though. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah! Look, we already have we already have a list of people that probably <laughs> want my head, and that's fine. I'm, it's it's I'm, one lengthy scroll at this point, you know. We're we're getting there. I'm okay with it. Yeah, Belichick is coach of the year until that dude is out of the NFL. He, I, I really think I he, he very much could be. I, I thought it was going to be maybe Zach Taylor, but after uh, that loss this past week to the 49ers, man. I, I mean, the Bengals may be on the outside looking in, you know, and forever. Like, they may be just tapping on the glass and just like, please let us in. And, and no one's fucking, there's no entry whatsoever, you know? Uh, um, anyway. It's crazy. So competitive. And speaking of that division, we got to get into one of the biggest matchups coming out of the division this week. I mean, we got to. You know, and, and with the prognosticator on here, I think it's fair. Yeah. We start off with him <laughs> on this question. Come on now. Yes, sir. Uh, Let's what go. the hell is happening with the Steelers team, man? I mean, it, it, how did it come to this? Honestly, there's just such a low level of confidence. I feel like there, you know, that, that, that a lot of people are feeling with this team right now. I mean, after a team that had 11 straight wins last year, they were looking like the real deal. And ever since then, they have not seemingly recovered one bit to kind of prove themselves as a legitimate contender that you're saying, this team has got to be vying for the Super Bowl this year. Um, you know, as of lately this year, it's just been you've had to like basically shield your eyes in an ugly display of football, or basically but it's bank not- on a miracle. You know, so we're but- taking away Cooter, unleash your ass whooping of a tirade on what's going on with the Steelers team because it's wild right now, man. This seems hey, like there's a loss of identity. Everybody tuning in, take a deep breath, and if you've got children around, <laughs> plug their ears. I'm sure we're gonna yeah, get some yeah. some fire out of Cooter for this one. I go with Craig. It's just don't even fucking listen to what I got to say. Yeah, definitely not. No, I think this goes back to 2016. Really? AB was doing a live, you know, a little fucking thing on his goddamn gosh dang phone. Yeah. 
That's kind of where it started. Then, <laughs> oh, shit. You know, the, offense, you know, the offense used to be good. They were good. When you had the Killer Bees with your Bryant, your, you know, you Bands, Bell, Boswell, the defense was shit. Offense is great. They leave. Last year, the defense is great. The offense was shit. This year, they're all shit. You got Devin Bush that's running away from the play. Yeah. I mean, he's playing scared. You yeah. have Claypool oh, yeah. that would rather, you know, dance when there's like 35 seconds left when you're down eight. Ugh, yeah. Well, I mean, what's that about? You know? And you got your TikTok. You got your TikTok and Juju. I mean, he's on the <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not, you know, like, he's not on the field, of course. I mean, I, I, I kind of bad for, I mean, Juju should have learned his lesson. He learned his lesson from that. I felt kind of bad that people were going in on him because he's a good dude. I, I love Juju as a player and as a person. And it's just he's a shame when he's dealt with real injuries. Um, but, but man, so, so Antonio Brown, like, at this point, I think after the, the fake COVID card situation, we got, like, I, and this sounds harsh, but, like, he's a cancer at this point, I feel like. If he wasn't already, which I thought he was already, but... Like, so do you think that's really just left a, left a resonating impact on this team that's kind of shaken this locker room up and kind of lost a bit of their focus, you know, ever since then of like, you know, of being a team that's just cohesive and, and is, is, is all vying and, and striving for the same cause and the same objective, huh? Well, I'm, I'm obviously not in that locker room, but the culture has definitely changed. I mean, you have, I mean, Pouncey's gone. He was a veteran. Yeah, your yeah. only last gone, yeah. actual veteran there is Ben. Mm-hmm. So you have a whole new locker room, and they do, they're doing things different. Mm-hmm. But they don't know the Steeler way. The Steeler way is they don't like playing music in the locker room. Mm-hmm. They don't like playing music on the field. Mm-hmm. That's been noted for years. And now we get, you have a Claypool. Well, you know, maybe maybe we'll get more fired up if we have music, you know, on the field. I, motherfucker, you're in the NFL. <laughs> what else do you yeah. need to get fired up? Yeah. Do you need music to get fired up? No, you shouldn't. It's mm. a good point. Is, is that a sign? One more thing too with Cooter. Is that a sign with Mike Tomlin, or is that something that um, that you, you think is more of a, a locker room? Like they 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 need to hold themselves accountable. I mean, I think it could stem to Tomlin. I mean, he's the coach. But I, I'm uh, I'm a, I'm a, I like Tomlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a Tomlin guy. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't like Tomlin. They, they want his head every other week. Every other week. But some some uh, former quarterback said the Steel, from the Steelers organization in particular don't. I know that for sure. Um, what about you guys? What do you think has happened with this Steelers team uh, and how they've regressed? Like, what what's the cause? What, if they were you had to pinpoint one thing, what would you say? Uh, ben Roethlisberger and the offensive line. I mean, Roethlisberger's been streaky at best this year. I mean, he'll... He'll catch fire at times, and you'll see, like, I mean, he's still got it mentally, but he's having to get rid of the ball so fast to make this offensive line not mm-hmm. look like just dog water yeah. at best. So I don't think it's all on Roethlisberger. Like, he's, his air yards per attempt is so low, but that's not on him. That's on him having to get the ball out extremely mm-hmm. fast because the offensive line is bad. Yeah, offensive line, it's really they're, they're terrible at run blocking. They're terrible mm-hmm. at pass, pass blocking. It doesn't matter what kind of blocking it is. They don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well. You, I mean, you might as well trot out a freaking high school offensive line out there because it it's just terrible every single week. So 
as much as people want to put the blame on Roethlisberger, I don't think Roethlisberger is the same quarterback as he used to be. Obviously not. He's older. He's had the injury. His his arm's not the same, but he's not as bad say as his arm's not the same. I mean, he 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 does make he the passes at times. He did. Yeah. Yeah. And and that, that was on fire moves. You didn't catch the man, pass, you know. It wasn't. Well, it wasn't even on him. That was just great defense. Yeah. It was great defense. Yeah. You know, it was yeah, in the exact right mm-hmm. spot. And yeah. fire moves tried his as a rookie. He was so close to catching a man, but Her- was it Harrison Smith? It was Harrison Smith. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there's nothing you could do about that, man. Like it, it was the perfect pass and the per. It was a the perfect play it just didn't work out for him so i mean like i said i don't think ben's as bad as people make him out to be i don't think his arms as good as it was i think it can be at times he can make the passes at times i I just don't think he could just put it all on his arm all game well of course not he's that has more to do yeah, that has more what to do he, with his 40? offensive line than him, though. Yeah, yeah. he's old. He's, he's old. Yeah, he's almost 40. He's 39, I believe, he's right 39, now. 39, been in the league 18 years. I mean, he's not yeah. going to have the same arm he had. Taylor's right. Oh, Harris probably is their best pass blocker. That's exactly where I was going with that. When you're yeah. running back, and you're 100%. running back who? Keep in mind. He's good, dude. Najee Harris is fantastic. I lo- I, Najee Harris, he's, in my opinion, best running back. Every, yes. Best running back from last every year's draft class. Undoubtedly. Uh, but looking at this offense, I mean – the defense has been okay. When it comes to the defense, it's just been just beat to hell. I mean, for that defense, you know they've got the personnel when they're healthy. I think they're one of the better defenses in the league. But right now, they don't have the personnel, and I think it's as simple as that. Uh, Big Ben's been banged up. Thank you, Coach Craig. Uh, uh, and uh, you look when your best pass blocker is your running back. That should tell you something, and it's not a great yeah. thing because. Of all of all the things that Najee Harris quote struggled with, you know during the season, mm-hmm. uh, you know coming into the NFL, you know people said, oh, you know he could probably work on his blocking a little bit. He could probably work on his <laughs> blocking. He's their best pass blocker right now. That's ridiculous, <laughs> guys. Like I think okay, my yeah. big thing, my big thing for Big Ben right now is of course he's losing a little bit of his arm talent. It happens. Father time, for the most part, is undefeated. Tom Brady, I don't care that you eat, uh, like, 18 avocados a day. You know, I, I understand that's probably... A method smoothie, you know? <laughs> that's probably what it is. That, you know, and, and whatever else you do off the field, you're a psycho. Um, but it, 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 gets to, it gets to everyone. And the biggest thing for me with Big Ben this year has been his inconsistency. Uh, for the circumstances that he has with his injuries, with the offensive line being at absolute hot dog water, I'm talking like just disgusting, yes. terrible, yeah. oh, putrid, uh, to, to put it best. Uh, I think he's been fine. I think he's been he's been fine. I, I won't sit here and say that he's been great. I won't sit here and say, oh, he's been the worst quarterback in the league because neither of those would be true. So I think he's just been good enough, good enough for, for a functioning offense yeah. If they had an offensive line, if they had healthy weapons to give them, and if this defense didn't have like three fourths of its starting players on the shelf for most of the season, uh, Mika Fitzpatrick's been playing middle linebacker for like the past five fucking weeks. What? Yeah. No, he no, he's playing this position. Yeah. They bring him down into the box. No, but, the but, back, no, the running back's getting past the second level. Uh, yeah, he's having to make that the makes more sense. Yeah. 
He's Bush, a- man. I mean, because he he tore his ACL last year, right? Devin Bush, right? It was last year. Right. Yeah, and and I feel like he's regressed, man. He's supposed to be that identity in that linebacker corp. He's just not been great at, at, at reading so, the running back. You know, well, that's the thing. The the biggest thing for his game that made him so effective as a linebacker was his just raw, pure athleticism. The man was just a physical freak. He ran faster than the running backs. Like Even when he made a bad read, he had that catch-up speed. And after a torn ACL, we're seeing it with other players across the league. Look at CMC. Look at guys like Saquon Barkley. It looks like they've lost that half a step that made them so electric. You could see the exact same thing with him, even though he's on the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. And they say yeah. it takes you a while to, to trust your, your knee again, probably about mm-hmm. a year, and yep. then you're back to normal for most yeah. players. So, exactly. Well, I, I think there should be some patience, but yeah. it's like, shit, if only this could get going, because I, I wanted to see a nice farewell season for Ben, because this has got to be his last year. I don't see him coming back next year. Well, he's, he's already talking told about people. retiring for a long Do time. Do not be exactly. surprised if he comes back for one more year. Oh, no, 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 no. I wouldn't be surprised because he's so flip-floppy. He's like, he almost reminds me like Bill yeah. Parcells used to do the same shit. He's like, I'm done, guys. See you later. You know, <laughs> doing the Nixon double peace sign and just dipping out, and then he'd come right back the next year, you know, and coach another team, you know? So, um, but but he, he would just like... Yeah, I, I don't count him out, but but like the regression, like like or just like the somewhat regression because he's still play, he's actually been playing well over the last few weeks. I think like four of his last five games, like he's had zero interceptions, he's had two hundred and fifty yards, he's completed sixty five percent of his passes at least. He's made the necessary throws. He hasn't been putting his team in like difficult situations. Um, it's just the O line is just beating him up. The injuries, the lack of help in, in uh, you know out of the uh, um, you know at times in the receiving core, for instance. Um, you know, with, with with Claypool and the, the you know the, the 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 decisions he's made, for instance, um, and I'm not saying he's, you know, he, he still had a decent he still had a decent game last week, but like you can't make those silly mistakes where you're celebrating and showboating when it's late in the game, um, you know. But yeah, it's there's just so much to break down with the Steelers team. Uh, um, you, I, I want to get to the Titans real quick though with you guys. Um, you know, how have they been able to keep themselves afloat due to the injury of Derrick Henry? And can we expect to see them kind of keeping this train going? Because they're still number one in the AFC South right now. It's probably partially because they just have a bad division that they're in. And they've gotten decent production out of, like, Deonta Foreman and Dontrell Hilliard. And their their defense went on a tear for a minute there. I mean, they haven't been as good uh, two games before the the Jacksonville game and everybody's good against Jacksonville because Urban Meyer is a dog shit head coach <laughs> and he should have been fired already. But for some reason they're keeping him around because it's the Jaguars. Not, not even so, that. He's just a joke. He, he's, he's yeah, he really is. Sake. He's blaming everybody else. The thing is, he's I just trying that, to get with college girls down in Florida. And this is, I mean, this, he, he's just always been a sketchy guy. I'm not an Urban Meyer guy personally. He's always been kind of weird to me. And, but anyways, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the Titans. And I think that they're winning because they're getting, it's, they have the next man up mentality. When guys go down, other guys are stepping up. We've seen it from Marcus Johnson at wide receiver. We've seen it from Nate Westbrook at Akine. Is that how you say it? At wide receiver. We've seen it from Deonta Foreman, Dontrell Hilliard. People just get in and they do what they have to do. And they win games. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's not taking over games by himself. No, he's regressed he's not, a lot this year, in he, fact. He's yeah. definitely regressed. But as a team, 
they're just built i guess they're just built to win games and the the coach i mean the coaching is it's just gotta be on the coaching just really getting these guys ready having having them motivated having the guys behind your starters ready to go because they've been without julio jones at times they've been without aj brown at times Mm -hmm. eric henry went down was it week eight and they're they're still sitting atop the division so it's just, I, I think you just got to give it to the coaches here. You got to give it to the yeah. coaches. Yeah, I think so, Vrabel's yeah. done a so great that. job. Sorry there, George. No, you're good. I was about to say that's all I had is that I, I think Vrabel's yeah. done a great job working with what uh, he, he's had to work with uh, in the wake of just the mounting injuries and the regression from Ryan Tannehill, which I do have to say with Tannehill, how much of this do you guys think, uh, or well, I would put a lot of the credit for his exceptional play over the last couple of years on Art Smith, and now that he's no longer their offensive coordinator, uh, it's not exactly the same offense, and he's really having to try and work through that and, and kind of uh, grow into that system. But uh, that's really all I had for the Titans because I, I think it's kind of just been impressive what their uh, coaching staff's been able to get out of essentially second and third string players at, at most positions. Uh, what would you have there, Cooter? Uh, I agree with both of y'all. It's all about coaching. I mean, variable comes from Belichick way. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a great point, honestly. I mean, like, he's been certainly a a Belichick disciple that's thrived as of lately. Um, And just putting this Titans team in just great situations, man. I I really, like, he may even be a coach of the year candidate, to be honest, you know? Uh, uh, You know, speaking of his, his, uh, um, uh, uh, speaking of uh, his, you know, essentially his teacher, uh, um, who who also is going to get his fair share of love as well. Um, but yeah, I, I just think, you know, with this, this Titans team, man, um, you know, there's just, it's really just been in, in, incredible to watch them navigate through this season, despite all those injuries you talked about with AJ Brown and Julio Jones being out, um, you know, Taylor Juan, I believe has even missed some time too. Uh, you know, so it, it, it's just, there, there's so much for them to have to overcome and yet they seem to be doing it. Um, and I, I, it, it's just, it's, it's really just been a tremendous coaching job because to plug in Hilliard and, and Deontay Foreman and, and see them thrive the way they do. I mean, they dropped 270 yeah. yards rushing. Even they destroyed behind, yeah. by the Patriots, they dropped 270 yards rushing on the team. Like, just to see that energy alone, even when they do lose, this team is fighting with everything they've got. And I think that identity uh, um, is being established and, and, and that, that attitude is so pervasive. It's resonating within this organization to just really want to gut this thing out and say, hey, maybe we, you know, listen, our, our identity within our offense, definitively, no doubt about it, probably, I, I mean, up there with some of the elite quarterbacks in terms of having that much of an identity with this, with just one guy, um, is Derrick Henry. And he's out for the season, most likely. He's not going to come back. I, I think they said earliest is eighteen. Week eighteen, baby. Week eighteen, exactly. When when we're getting into uh, yeah the final week of the season, exactly. It, I, I remember they said maybe early playoffs, but I guess week eighteen is is what they're pushing it to now. Well, he's not a normal human, obviously. No, no, that guy is he's an alien. You know, we've been we've been over this. He's, he's yeah. bigger. Than the offensive lineman. So. He, he's Thanos personified. Let's just be real about it. With he's, tree trunks for thighs, and you know he's he's unreal, man. He it's, shouldn't it's, be that big and that fast. It's yeah. not physically possible. No, it's 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 scary, man. That, that that gives me nightmares just thinking about going up against. Can you imagine being in high school and you just see Derek? Because he's like that same size in high school, by the way. I knew shit. My pants, okay. Huh? I knew guys, that? I played against him, and they said it was terrible. 
Yeah, oh, I bet. Shit. I bet they had a bad terrible. day. Let's just. It wasn't let's great for them. It was not great. I, I would have oh. said a prayer for them the night before. Honestly, I'd be like, dude, dude, just... please don't. If you gotta fall down, it's okay. If you gotta pull a Brett Favre against Warren Sapp and just fall down on the dude, ground, I'm, I'm, we don't have to. We don't hate you I'm for it. Ankles. Yeah, I'm hitting ankles every time if I'm going up against Derrick Henry. And if he jumps over me, that's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. And, and, and I want to tip you. Exactly. Exactly. I'd um, rather get and, uh, jumped over than freight trained. Let's just say that. Yeah. For real. Amen to that. And this this Titans team, like defensively, man, I, you know, they, they they deserve some fair, you know, their fair share of credit, too. I mean, Kevin Byers been balling out this year, man. Five interceptions on your 69 tackles, holding, you know, opposing receivers to, to uh, a minimal. Uh, uh, production, you know, regularly. I mean, Harold Landry, too, having a career year with 11 sacks on this season. Jeffrey Simmons, if y'all don't know his name, once again, I'll preach it again. If y'all don't know oh, his name, Jeffrey you need Simmons to start knowing his name. He's yeah. He's going to be a superstar. He's going to be getting big-time money, everything, the whole nine yards with with what is in store for his future because that guy is the real deal as a run-stopper and as a pass rusher. Um, so, yeah, I, there's just so much. Elijah Molden, fellow UW guy, just like myself, I'm so happy to see him thrive. Uh, he's been great out in coverage, really uh, just stepping up and, and, and just emerging as a second-year player. So I got to tip my hat to him. There's just a lot to like about this this, this Titans team right now, and um, I, I got to feel comfortable with them, honestly, coming away with this game. I think this could be a, a seven-point win. It could be nearly decided. Um, because the Steelers team, they, they still play teams competitively. We saw them knock off the Ravens, you know, in that crazy, miraculous win. But I think with the offensive line, we've seen it repetitively. We see it play a factor in why they lost to the Chargers, where on that final drive where they were trying to gut it out after that, that devastating Mike Williams touchdown um, to just kind of get them, you know, uh, get, get real in this win. Um, they allowed two back-to-back -back devastating sacks on the drive. And I just think this team lacks... The clutchness at this point in the season, they can still play clutch, but it's inconsistent. It's very worrisome um, because of that offensive line. And, and guys like we've said who've regressed with Devin Bush, Mika Fitzpatrick has regressed in coverage too on top of that. Um, we just haven't seen the same out of this team. I, I, I'm worried this could be even like, I'm not saying double-digit losses for the Steelers team, but like a team that could potentially be eight, you, you know, uh, um, eight and, and uh, excuse me, seven and eight and one. In this, or seven and, uh, or sorry, eight oh, and eight and one, one. excuse me. Yeah. yeah. Another eight and eight season, something along the lines of that. Maybe even a seven and nine and one, to, to be honest, you know? Um, I'm very worrisome for this Steelers team. What do you guys think about uh, what we should expect out of this game? What do you guys have for, for who comes away with it? I probably have the Titans. I, I want to pick the Steelers, but I probably have the Titans. Because uh, my dad's a Steelers fan, so I obviously want to go Steelers. <laughs> But for for uh, for consistency with uh, how we've been doing these uh, picks, Tennessee on the road is a point and a half favorite, one point five point favorite in Pittsburgh. Um, I'm probably taking Tennessee in the points on this one, e even though they're beat up. Julio Jones is supposed to be back for this game. Uh, and I think at that point, he's just going to be such a big target that one way or another, either he's open or someone else gets open because of it. Um, and I'm just not sure that Pittsburgh is going to be able to keep up, especially if Tennessee's defense uh, continues to play well. What about you, Cooter? Who do you got? He's contemplating. I, I am. Uh, my gut tells me to take Tennessee, but they're playing at home. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh uh, by two. Pittsburgh I love the honesty. Two. Fair enough. I, love the I can respect from the Steelers yeah. fan here. 
Interesting. Interesting. See, that's, you got the Titans to Craig, right? The what get here? Craig's What's also that? got the Titans, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I that's got the right Titans. Fine. See, that's the oh, difference. Right. Is you know, yeah. me, me and David will never pick for our teams. Not a singular <laughs> time. Exactly. I don't no. care who the Jets are playing. It's I'm so not easy to God. pick against the Jets, though. I feel like the same Steelers for the Bears. Same for yeah. the Bears. Dude, I, I was foreshadowing it. I was foreshadowing anybody. If the Steelers oh. can win games, the Jets and the Bears, they don't really do that that often. True. No. I'll give you that. No. That is true. Thanks, Craig, for pouring fucking gasoline on this dumpster fire, man. Jesus. Oh, no, these wounds are hardened and scarred. The Steelers in a bad year are better than the Bears and the Jets in a good year right now. Absolutely. And it's rough. It's pouring salt in the wound, it's pouring gasoline on the fire, and it's a kick to the face altogether. That's what you get. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Sorry, guys. I'm playing. I'm, it's, it's, I'm a little you know, fiery right now. Do I have you guys or my lost, so, lost you know? connection? Maybe for you guys, or, or D David, maybe for you, that that's all those things. For me, it doesn't bother me. The, these just wounds, they're scars. Like They're, they're, they're no Where longer wounds. Where's white when you need them, George? Uh, got the COVID. Back in the game? Got the COVID. Let's oh, just say that. Damn it. Everybody's been licking each other's faces. Uh, I think he's probably more of a doorknob type guy, but that's... Oh, licking doorknobs? <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's just a guess for Mr. White. Um, but I don't know where David ran off to, but we made we made our picks there. Our uh, our next game is uh, Packers and Ravens on. Is this Sunday night? No, this is a mid mid. I don't think you want to talk about the Packers. Mid no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna save save him the uh, in his heart. save heart. him the, save just... him the pain. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, we're yeah. Sorry, I don't know if you guys heard what I was saying earlier, but yeah, it's uh, it's. Oh. Oh, I was going to say saving you the pain of leading off, talking about Packers and uh, and Ravens. <laughs> Packers, Ravens, baby. From M&T Bank Stadium in Baltimore, 325 Sunday oh, afternoon. Yeah. Uh, we've got the number one NFC seed Green Bay Packers taking on the 8-5 Baltimore Ravens, who are 5-1 and one at home, keep in mind. Yeah. yeah. This it's, one, it's ugly, man. This could be fun. This could be, this hey, could be a, a pretty fun is game. Is Lamar clear to play? Uh, let me double check yes, that for he's you. He's expected. Is, to, I believe he, I don't know if he's cleared to play, but he's expected to play. Is what I'm reading. Uh, Lamar day to day, and the Ravens added Josh Johnson as a backup just in case. You know, I, I, I'm gonna say I was actually thoroughly impressed with uh, uh, Tyler Huntley. Honestly, Tyler Huntley wow. looked great. Yeah. He did. Nice. And it's, he's it's athletic. And I know we're we are talking. We are talking. We're talking the same about. type of offense as Lamar. Don't I mean, he's not as don't good, give him that. But. We are talking about Jets legend Josh Johnson Josh here. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> that dude doesn't have to do like he was he out of the league for like six years, five years, and they're like, hey, you want to come back? Like I don't, I don't know. Was it that? Just was it that jobs, long? You know, well, I don't he think was out was. for like the last time he it's took gotta, a step. It was a long time. You know, you know? it's got to be great to be a third string NFL quarterback. You don't really see a lot of game action. Nobody oh, yeah. knows if you're bad. Smooth or good. sailing. You make good Sh money. Sh money. Just hand your money. I'll you're, come you're, to practice. I wear yeah. a red shirt. You can't even fucking hit me. So yeah, you're, sipping, I'm you're basically sipping my ties on the lawn chair on the sideline with your shades on, you know? I mean, it's that's the job right there. I don't know if you guys ever watched Blue Mountain State, but that guy had the right idea. Terrible show. Terrible uh, show. I get your reference. You, you hate the show? I it sucks. I liked, I liked it. I, I, I love it. Check it again. 
I kind of fell oh, out. Um, I, by the way, watch the Drug Olympics great. episode. That episode's the greatest. Uh, is that the whenever they held the Oreo between their butt cheeks and had to run? No, that was like the, that was the first episode. Hold on. Okay. Um, Time out. <laughs> this this went this way. Challenge, okay. challenge flag. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> what happens if you, have, if you have not seen Blue Mountain State? I have not. Fad, uh, the linebacker, that's like the all-American linebacker yeah. or whatever, and I think the quarterback. He challenged him to a race, and you had to hold an Oreo between your butt cheeks and uh -huh. run. 50, I think the length of the field, and whoever lost had to eat the Oreo. Yeah, this show definitely wasn't made in 2021. No, no clearly no, no. clear not. It would not be accepted now. <laughs> clearly not. It would 100% not be accepted now. But it was great back then. Chal the, the they, they walk in and like they, they come like after like, so what you guys think of the script? And the executive is just like, nope, get the fuck out of here. You know? After, just, after just a view of the play, there was targeting yeah. for the show. Let's yeah. get back on track. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That show is just as bad as Friday Night Live show on Netflix. Oh, that's such a oh, it's such a corny show, but you know, I, I'd love to get into that. But let's get yeah. back to the, the Ravens Packers matchup. You already got um, charged for targeting once. Don't don't make yeah. me throw in. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 talk about Oreos be... and butt cheeks anymore. Well, well, I think it should be a federal law that it should be absolutely one thousand percent illegal to don any green and yellow at this point. Um, let's just get into the team that shouldn't be named. Uh, um, I mean. Aaron Rodgers is—he's just unbelievable. You mean the Go Bay Packers? I can't. I, I expected what happened last week. Everyone's like, "Dude, the Bears got the lead at halftime." You know, what's that? Oh, the Go Bay Packers. Oh God, I'm not even touching that. I'm not even getting into that right now. Okay? You know what, yeah, David? David, David just all that shit, hold up, you know? David. Just for you, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. What? Oh, and you did it to him. He should okay. never do okay. it. To him. That's oh shit! Oh uh, shit! You taunt, I, you know, you taunt Aaron Rodgers, and you get you get your throat slit immediately. You get absolutely <laughs> torched. I'm getting yes. lit up. Yes. If I have an aneurysm right now, you can blame George Ruggiero for that one. Oh, <laughs> oh, Anyways, uh, I'm just gonna get right into it. The guy's unbelievable. His tandem with Devontae Adams was on full display last week. I mean, they hooked up for a pair of touchdowns. They were just unstoppable. You know, with Marcus Peters being out and, and, and Marlon Humphrey, what, what did the Ravens do at this point to just kind of keep them contained in that tandem? Because it just, it's like the, 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 the I mean, they were, they were born together, man. They're like Siamese twins and how they connect, you know? They try their best. Yeah. You just can't, you cannot... <laughs> You cannot contain them. It, Devontae Adams' route running is just so crispy that there's nothing you can do. I mean, his look, it, his route run on that touchdown that he scored. Oh, oh my god! Oh man! Honestly, oh god! It was his footwork. I wish, off, his footwork. I wish off we could pull the clip up. I wish we could pull the clip up against Xavier Crawford. You talking about that where he's like split the coverage and everything? Absolutely. I mean, his footwork off the line. Beautiful. The route, right. even more beautiful. His hands to come down with the ball. Look, it was just a true work of art. And, I mean, for a team to try and really cover that tandem, that duo, and then still have to deal with an A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones and, you know, whatever yeah. other weapons that they decide to go, you know, roll out there, 
that that is a humongous task for any defense, especially with how good those three, four have been playing at this po- yeah. point in the season. It is a tall, tall task for a really beat up Baltimore defense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Devonta Adams, he's got to be, if if not the best wide receiver in the league, he's top three for sure. I mean, yeah. he's first in target share. He's second in yards per out run. Mm-hmm. And Rodgers is one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So you put that together and yeah, what, what are you going to do? I mean, and it's not like they, it's not like teams really have to worry about a lot of different receivers on the team. I mean, I mean Cobb's been mm-hmm. fine. Adams, yeah. Cobb's, Cobb's not out though. He's, he's out. Is he out for this game? Yeah, he's mm-hmm. out. I think he's on he, IR. He's, he's on IR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't like that. Adams, I mean, Lazard is good. MBS like is a good. MVS is a deep threat, and then Rodgers is he he's a project. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Adams has a thirty-two point six target share though. So there's not like you know where the ball's going, mm-hmm. and you just don't stop it because yeah. they're just on the same wavelength, and he creates so much separation that, like Rodgers said a, a few years ago, he's like, I think I think Adams had like one hundred and forty something targets that year, and he's like, I just need to get him the ball more because he's just mm-hmm. always open. Yeah, and I, he's on pace. I think for like a hundred. Yeah, for a hundred, he's on a sixteen-game pace. That's a mm-hmm. seventeen-game season now, but I just try and go by that for yeah. seasons past. He's on a sixteen-game pace for one hundred and seventy-one targets this year. So why not target him with the way he's playing? Why not target him that much? You have to target him that much, and yeah. there's nothing that any defense, let alone a banged-up defense, can do to stop that. And even if you do, yeah, you have. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon, just a, a monster of a man. He's one of the best what, stand-ups in the league. Yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. A.J. Mm-hmm. Dillon's damn near yeah. 250 running a 4-5. And yeah. then you have Aaron Jones, who's one of the best. It's weird because they'll take A.J. Dillon out on the goal line, but Aaron Jones is one of the best goal line backs in the league, even though yeah. he's a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And so what do you do? Aaron Jones has the speed. A.J. Dillon has the size. He's going to run it straight through your face like Marshawn Lynch. I mean, what do you do at that point? So I, I'll just pass it on to the next person. I think the question has to do with defense or uh, offense or defense when it comes to the Packers. It's special teams. Special teams is going to – Okay. That team, that's how they're going to lose the game. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, and Rodgers, that's the thing too. You know, we talked about injuries. Lamar Jackson with a sprained ankle, for instance – um, you know, AJ, Aaron Rodgers with the toe injury, you know, um, you know, he's been nursing that. It's been kind of plaguing him for a while now. Uh, by the way, I don't know if you guys saw that Rex Ryan bit on get up where he, that was great. I don't know. If he's you a saw foot that. expert. Yeah, let's be honest here let's let's be honest here if there are any of those panel members on any of those shows the only one i could consider a foot expert is probably rex ryan that's the only (laughs) one i would make that assertion about Ryan Clark had to walk off set because he could not contain himself. And I'm going to be honest, I would have cussed on air and gotten fired because I would have been in that much shock about what he fucking said, you know? Ryan Clark, <laughs> Ryan Clark Ryan, does speak that? the truth. Ryan, Ryan, Ryan Clark speaks truth. That's, uh, that, that's that guy right obviously there. Obviously, Steeler slash uh, LSU Tiger, so me and Cooter both love him. I, I just love him because he has good takes. He's got good takes. He definitely knows the shit, and he's yeah. he's one of the better. But you know what he do, you know what he doesn't know? He'll bury his fucking teammates. I know that. 
Or is that yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He was going on, on Chase Claypool the other day. Not that he was a teammate yeah. of his, but, you know. Yeah. He's honest. I'll give him that. He's honest. And you know what he does not know? He's very honest. He doesn't know feet. Does not know feet. That's a that's a Rex Ryan. That's a Rex Ryan special right there. He don't know feet. He might know ball. He don't know feet. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) (laughs) That is that needs to be put on a fucking t-shirt right there. He know ball. He don't know feet. Oh God, that's great. Um, I, I will say this, and then we'll move on. I just want to say, at the very least, when Rex Ryan made that video, at least he made it with his wife, and it wasn't with some random woman. He, that like was he wasn't supposed to be. He's not with. Urban oh, Meyer. Relax. Oh Yeah, we're not gonna. We're not gonna. Yeah, gonna no, he, those. I, no, I, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer is a. Wrong place. Urban What's Meyer that? is a hand expert, not a foot expert. <laughs> <laughs> He's a finger expert, not a toe expert. Oh, I'm, that's so bad. It's so bad what I just said. I'm not even gonna. Oh god. Um. Anyways, let's. What is the transition for that? We are live. We're, there's no going back. There's no post production for this shit. We're not just live. We are live right now. Oh god. Um. Uh. How much? Let's go to the Raven side. Paul. Oh. I don't know how to transition out of that shit. Uh, how much pressure is on Lamar Jackson? Uh, in this matchup, considering the injury he suffered too, you know, uh, and, and and everyone's within striking distance still within this division. I know, uh, you know, I'm kind of counting out the Steelers, but it's still like within the realm of possibility they come away with this division. I'm not saying it's likely, but it's still possible. What? what, what how much pressure is on him to kind of carry this team? You know, we know all about the running back injuries. Um, you know, they're still trying to find some footing. I think with with Rashad Bateman too, even though he had a great week last week. Um, you know, uh, what do you feel about Lamar Jackson, the comfort with him going into this game? If he's healthy, I mean, obviously the pressure's on him. He He's the guy that's been carrying the team the whole time. Lamar mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league, and he's a oh, spark yeah. plug for this offense. I mean, mm-hmm. if you don't have Lamar, it's just not going to be the same team. If Lamar wasn't right. on this team, this team isn't even a winning team, probably. No, not If at we're all. being honest, because – They've had so many injuries on offense. Yeah, they're so banged just, up. Yeah, he can just create yards at will because if if you leave any kind of green grass in front of him, he's just going to take off, and he'll be in your end zone in no time. So, I mean, I'd say the pressure's on him. It, it's probably not a ton of pressure because he still has another game. Uh, what is he? He's playing the Bengals again. Mm-hmm. So they win that game, and they're – I mean, they could they could lose another game and mm-hmm. still take this division, but yeah. the pressure is definitely on because of how tight the division is, and you have Cle. I mean, all the teams are good. Cleveland, obviously, everybody's way too close because everybody's got COVID. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they're going to come away with a win this week with Case Keenum. I mean, Case Keenum did say it feels good to have full Chubb in the backfield, so mm-hmm. it, they might be okay with that, but. uh <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that's the, that's the second one of those. That's the second one of those you've got in this episode. No, I'm, no, I'm no, cutting no. off there between I, the Ian Book no, no, comment no, no. and that one. No. Come on, he legitimately said it. No, There's I know he did, but that doesn't change no. the fact that it's still a. a, a yeah. I mean, a comment. Hey, we don't know dads. Love dads. Love no, of course not. <laughs> well, not on air, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, don't turn me with a good time, brother. Hey, whoa, <laughs> oh, oh, hey, yo. Oh, oh. Hey, yo. 
He's different. I don't know what he said. He's he is like, different. Let's just go different. <laughs> probably some NC-17 shit we just said. I don't even know what he said. But... Oh, God. Uh, but oh, yeah. shit. Yeah, I'll, I'll leave my dad jokes alone for a little while and let y'all take this over. <laughs> Got the dad bod and the dad jokes. I love You're it, man. You're damn right. Oh. <laughs> it's a father figure, sir. It's a father figure. There you go. I love that. I Look, love the that. the t-shirt. Oh, we've been sorry. over it. Yeah, um, we've been over it. George, it's what do you got for us? I wear it uh, nine out of ten times on the show. So. <laughs> I know. It has made multiple appearances. That's true. Uh, looking at this, from, you know, specifically looking at Lamar Jackson, I, I think no matter what game it is, the pressure has to be on him. You know, whenever he is healthy, whenever he is playing with, with this Ravens team right now, the pressure's on him. I mean, looking at their defense, beat up. They don't have a single starting running back on this roster right now. Their best receiver is Mark Andrews, one of the better tight ends in football. Yeah. I'll give him that, but... He's very good. He's, he's exceptional. Good. But yeah, I don't he think he's a number one option as a receiver on a team just, just quite yet. I just <laughs> feel like that's a little bit beyond his depth right now, and, you know, that's no disrespect Hollywood. to him. Hollywood has stepped up this year, though. He yeah, has. He's been he nice. has. He's been good. He's been, he, nice. he's been good. But I still wouldn't, you know, wouldn't put him in that upper e echelon of receivers. No. Whereas, you know, that for a lot of the teams that are vying for not just a playoff spot but for a division win, they happen to have one of those guys, one of those type of receivers that, you know, if you get the ball anywhere near him, that's his catch radius. That that's where he can make a play on the ball. Mm -hmm. And the Ravens just don't have that. Lamar Jackson, as of late, has been kind of struggling. Uh, even without the injuries, uh, he struggled against Cleveland. Uh, he's was not great against Pittsburgh either. He was like there are games where he has to take over, but he's no. been kind of no. mid. He's just been fine. Uh, mm -hmm. But for this Baltimore team. That's not good enough. That you know, you have to uh, get a bit more production out of them. So, mm -hmm. especially coming up against a, a Green Bay defense who's done a really good job of you know probably yeah. a better job than I've expected mm -hmm. this season. I think the pressure has to be on him. Definitely, I, I think he's. It, it's almost like it's Lamar way, Lamar's way, or the or it, it, you're done. The losers for, you know? Yeah. More like it. Exactly. Only if he plays, obviously. If Tyler oh, it's Lamar loss. Lamar loss, essentially. You know. Yes. What about you, Cooter? What do you think about this? As far as the game, I think the Packers are going to come out and win this one. But what's shocking to me, as far as the Ravens organization goes, they they lean on the back of Lamar off all year. Mm -hmm. You know, coming into the season with all the injuries and whatnot, isn't it remarkable? They're sitting up top. It's insane. Oh, Who would have thought that? You know, how, how are they getting these links? Yeah, that is that is the real question. It's all on Lamar, man, and mm -hmm. obviously coaching as well. But like people try and call him a running back that plays quarterback, mm -hmm. but Lamar, he is one of the best quarterbacks, not yeah. running backs, in the NFL. He he doesn't have the greatest weapons. He still makes do, and right. he can run the ball when he needs to. Yeah. Yeah, I you know, I'll even kind of one up that. I'm not 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 to try to one up, but but like just this is just how I feel. His ceiling, if you ask me, he is the K boat. If he gets the passing, like if he hones it, like he's a good passer. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, he yeah. makes it great. Patrick Mahomes esque, Aaron Rodgers esque. He's the goat. He's the greatest of all yeah. time. I think. With I really think he's that capability. Talent to run the ball. Talent. Yes. And then 
Yes, talent wise. Yeah, talent. -wise. I mean, yeah. he's got the capability of doing it. Just... Ball and yeah, and if he can hone his passing skills even more, if they could give him more, more weapons, and then mm -hmm. actually have like J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards back next year. Yeah, it it's it slides out next year with those guys I, back. Put Jackson at Arizona and put Kyler Murray at. Ooh, that's, oh, a good, yeah. that's a good. That's a good. Like that's a good like, dream scenario, just, you know. Tyler's doing just as good. Just as good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you have weapons. Yeah. yeah if, I mean, let's see who who is really potentially the, the mm -hmm. most athletic here. Yeah, definitely. Lamar, sure. Lamar in Arizona with Connor in the backfield. You got D Hop outside with AJ Green, mm -hmm. Christian Kirk, Rondale Moore. That'll be. And Zach Ertz. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. You got another. I mean, he's got a, a, somewhat of a replacement of a security blanket. I wouldn't say yeah. Ertz is quite on Mark Angelo, but he's not far off. He's still a damn good tight end, I believe. Um, you know, yeah, that would be a fascinating dream scenario. Like, what would happen? Like, what would happen in that situation? Um, I think in this game, it's going to be fascinating. I almost want to take the Ravens because it's at M&T Bank Stadium. Um, you know, they're coming off some tough, costly that's losses. Something, that, that's something to take into consideration. It's hard to cut you off, cut you off but that is No worries, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I think it could definitely play a storyline. And it's going to be why I think this is going to be close in, in how it's decided. But I got to go with the Packers. I think we could see this being like a 34-31 type of deal. Um, with Lamar Jackson providing a Herculean effort to keep his team in this game. I know there is so much against him. His back is against the wall. There's so many people doubting him. And even, even I'm kind of doubting him in terms of getting the win. But I think he's going to go out there and he's going to do everything he can if he's healthy. Unless it's Tyler Huntley. Who I think could still put up a, a nice effort. It's probably going to be decided uh, um, by a wider margin. Um, There's but, not a lot of tape on him either so no no but I, I was impressed last week i should say well you know the, the brown like lamar didn't even really play much against the browns tyle huntley who's playing against the browns um but you know uh um you know like huntley you know he's got tremendous athleticism his juking ability almost looked like lamar out there you know last week uh with some of his jukes out there but um but if lamar comes in i think this could be narrowly decided it'll be a herculean effort but I just think the Packers are just a little too insurmountable at this point. You guys hit it on the head. They basically basically have Eddie George 2.0 in the backfield with A.J. Dillon. You know, I mean, he's phenomenal as a power back, you know, with those sweet trunks of thighs, like we said. <laughs> so much thigh talk about A.J. Dillon in this episode. But uh, he's just a well-built machine, man. That guy is just a, 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 an absolute monster. Aaron Jones, obviously Devontae Adams. And you got the, the most accurate quarterback we've ever seen, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. And that defense, too. I mean, that secondary is still, uh, you know, they're missing Jair Alexander, of course, which is very costly. But they still have guys holding it down with Darnell Savage, with Rasul Douglas, who's been very good. He was on. On full display on fire um, yeah on full display this past weekend with a pick since uh pick six and that uh that game we're not going to fucking get into um but yeah <laughs> it, it, you know this this packers defense man they're nice honestly devon j campbell has had a spectacular year in the linebacking core and i think honestly th it, that's just going to be a little too much with those defensive pieces to really over overcome honestly when it it, it, it just you don't want to leave any time on the clock. I think if anything, you've got to ensure that if this game is close, do not leave any time left on the clock. You can't do that with Rodgers. Ten seconds to Aaron Rodgers, you're done for, I think. I really think there's a significant chance you're done for because he's that real of a deal. You know, so I think, honestly, 
I see this, like I said, being 34-31 with the Ravens uh, uh, coughing up narrowly to the Packers if, if Lamar Jackson comes away with this one. But the offensive line for him has to protect if they want to keep it close. Andre Villanueva, man, that dude got beat absolutely horrifically bad last week against Miles Garrett. It was ugly to watch. And I was kind of shocked that, like, you know, that's the guy you go with in terms of a replacement for Ronnie Stanley. Like, I, I just don't know. He's just he not a guy. Like, good last year. I mean, he, he had like year with the Steelers really good last year. Yeah, and, and he, he like he had one good year with the Steelers really, and it, outside that, it was really just kind of the the the, the um I don't want to say like weak link, but he was the the lesser valued guy. He was, he was. Uh, on the other like <laughs> he could have just put the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, exactly. So it, it just was. Oh, I just don't I don't have them coming away with this one, the Ravens, unfortunately. But Lamar's gonna be on the cusp of it. It's gonna be a great effort, just not quite enough because of those injuries in the backfield and defensively losing Humphrey. And uh, uh, of course, uh, Marcus Peters. Uh, what do you guys have for this for the uh, the prediction? I got the Packers. What's your spread, George? All right, from M&T Bank Stadium, Green Bay comes in on the road at a five and a half point favorite. Yeah, I can, I can see him winning by. I, I see him winning by like six. I, at least, yeah, I, I can see it. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout or anything, but I can see him. Especially if the thing is that they expect. Lamar to play, but I don't know how limited he will be either. So yeah, yeah. how conservative are they going to be with him? Are they going to lean on to Devontae Freeman to kind of carry load? Who's not been that bad, I would say. I think he's actually Freeman shown shown some juice this year. I liked him honestly. You know, I I think I got to go with the Packers here, even even with five and a half. I mean, if it was six Mm. six and a half, I I might go the other way, but you give me the Packers here. And what about you, Cooter? Who do you got? I was about to say, Cooter, I'm still thinking on this one because it's at half point, man. I I got the Ravens, but I don't get the points. Really? Okay. Got, okay. Nobody's got the cover, but I got the Ravens. Interesting. Win. Interesting. Gotcha. Um, Just because it's at home. Fair enough. No, of course. You know, I don't, you know, can't, yeah. blame, can't blame you for that at all. That That's certainly uh, um, a, a difference maker. Especially with the Ravens of all teams, you know they've got a great home field advantage. Um, yeah. One of the toughest places to play, especially when they get that uh, that chat going. So certainly, I mean, okay, looking at it right now, Baltimore's five and one at home. Green Bay is four and three on the road. They haven't been terrible on the road. What are their last couple games? Yeah, uh, they were in the Browns, you know, with the Ravens at Minnesota for the Packers loss at Kansas City loss. Um, I don't know. I still think Lamar is going to be a little bit too limited to to really be able to do all too much against this Packers defense that has a lot of speed, a lot of athleticism to it. Uh, I've got Green Bay coming away with this one. I'll take Green Bay and the points. I don't think it's like it's certainly not a blowout. I think it might be one a one score game, but I think it'll be more than five and a half. Uh, I just think any limit on what Lamar is able to do for this team. Is is something pretty consequential for for their chances of winning? Yeah, for sure. Where'd David go? Is he coming back? Hop back in. <laughs> All right, back. David, your internet game. today, man. Oh my lord, bro! Your internet has been a ridiculously fire. frustrating. It's been worse know. worse than the Lions' offense. Get get that out of here. <laughs> Damn! Like, come on, they just got their first win two weeks ago. Can man. you draft Jesus. a new internet next year? 
Oh, I would love to. Comcast, you're fucking done, man. Jesus. They're like the Ryan Lindley of... You are. You are cut. leaf of internets. <laughs> Shit. I mean, come on. Um, okay, so we've got... Uh, I think you said that you you picked the Ravens, uh, Cooter. You picked the uh, um, picked the, Packers. Uh, the Packers. Yeah. What about you, Craig? Who did you I, pick? I picked the Packers as well. All righty. All righty. Yeah, that's... Uh, and I've got the Packers. I think they come away with this one personally. I think it's going to be an interesting you matchup. Y'all know better? And if you're like bad picking that, too. What's that? Uh, what's that, Greg? To pick against the prognosticator? Yeah, don't don't pick against me. I'm yeah. pretty sure. <laughs> He's low He's wolf in this one again. Uh, you know, that's his, that's his ultimate ego, essentially. Pick, man. I Look, just went with my heart. You know what? Here we go. This, that's what he said, dude. And this is, this right here, that's a okay. good point. That's a good point, Cooter. This just shows everybody out there listening and paying attention. There's no scripting. We're not we're not out here lying, you guys. We don't just do this for the show. No. We have no idea what the other uh, other other folks are gonna say here. So you know what? We're no. just out here being yeah. real. We don't even know who's there going go. first. We just start talking. We don't even so know who's gonna be on the show until it starts. Let's be honest. Yeah, in retrospect, we got good fucking chemistry going on right now. I love it, man. Yeah. Dude, this was an absolute blast today. I, I love this, this one shit. Went great. We don't yeah. Know. Yeah. We don't talk it, enough, it, guys. We need to talk more. Y'all are that crew, man. Y'all are those dudes, and and I just I love this. This podcast has been tremendous. Um, I'm, I hang on. Let me fix my. <laughs> I'm spontaneously combusting, guys. Um, <laughs> between your internet and your headphone, my God, man. My internet headphones. My head's gonna fall off one day. You know, it's just gonna oh, be awful. Man. So. Yeah, that pretty much does it for us this on this one though. Um, we've had you know you guys on long enough. Uh, it's been a long one, but it's been uh, absolutely spectacular. Oh, you know, minus the internet connections, I hope you guys our disconnection. I should say, I hope you guys bared with us. Uh, uh, it's really on my end. I hold accountability for that. Uh, none of these guys uh, do. So fuck you, Comcast. Um, but, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Um, on the top <laughs> rope, Jesus. Our sponsor is I hate Comcast. Okay. I hate Comcast internet. They suck ass. But if they sponsored us, would you take it? Would you wear a Comcast shirt if they sponsored us? You would. Hey, Comcast. You know what I said about ten seconds earlier? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. Come on, you know. I actually love you. Send all the you're, merch. You're the best internet send us, ever. Even send us hats, t-shirts, yeah. jackets, the whole nine yards. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Is he out again? Did we lose Fucking him again? Comcast. Oh, God dang Comcast. they heard us. They heard us this time. Oh, uh, man. I don't know. I know he was in the middle of taking it out. So I just wanted to reach out, everybody. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really do appreciate it. Again, Cooter, Craig, David, who is, you know, absolutely oh. still stuck in limbo right now. Thank you guys so much for coming on the show. He just left. He's coming back. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so hey. much for – thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I, I picked it up. I picked it up, brother. You know, you're str you're struggling right now. I can see that. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Before we head on out for good, just have to uh, two more quick reminders. First off, thank you so much again to our sponsor, Symbol. If you go over to Symbol.com, use our promo code OTH at checkout, get a $10 deposit bonus on any deposit of $25 or more. Make that money, guys. Make that money. And of course, the only, the only other reminder for me, please, uh, if you guys like sports content, please head on over to OvertimeHeroics.net. We've got all types of content. We're talking football, baseball, basketball, mm -hmm. hockey, F1, MMA. MMA, boxing, betting. We have specific betting 
content on there. If you guys are looking for anything sports, head on over to OvertimeHeroics.net. We've got you guys covered. You guys got anything else? That's it, man. Take care. Thank you to everyone who tuned into this episode. You guys made it even more enjoyable than I already had with joining with my with my homies on the podcast. So I appreciate you guys for tuning in and contributing questions, ideas, jokes. I mean, it was it was all awesome. So thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Merry yeah. Christmas, yeah. Happy holidays, everyone. All right. And we'll guys we'll see you guys next week. Well, and of course, if we're going live for anything else, we'll be sure to let you guys know. So, uh, again, thank everybody for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next time. Peace. See you all later.